welcome to this Xbox Life, episode 199, bringing in reinforcements. I am your host, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me as, well, not quite as always, because uh, uh, Mr. BJ Swick 33 and Mr. Presar are both without power right now. Uh, some storms ripped up the Midwest and basically knocked them out, so... I've had to call in some reinforcements, and I think you just might know who this person is, and I'll let them introduce themselves. It's a me, a Morana Cow. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's funny how it worked out because I offered to uh, jump on with you guys to record, you know, just because it's episode 199, important milestone in podcasting history, and then episode 200 will follow next week. And then everybody bails. Please. And it, you know, electricity's out. That's that's a baloney. <laughs> that's a baloney. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the show must go on, right? As they always say. It must. It's just. Uh, it's kind of cool. It's like just you and me. It's like way back in the day when we started this. What six years ago? It's dude. It's been so long. I can't. I was thinking about back a couple a uh, couple days ago how long it's actually been since we first started podcasting. And it's – I started when I was like a junior in high school is that summer, so – and I'm a senior in college now, so it's, yeah, six years. <laughs> this That's crazy to think about it that way. It doesn't seem – it seems like it's been less than that, but – and hopefully we've improved somewhat, I would I would hope, but who knows. <laughs> I think we've learned some things down the way and – I hope so. But uh, at the end of the day, it's just regular people talking about something that they enjoy doing. So that's how I look at it. Yeah. So speaking of what you enjoy doing, um, I will. What What have you been playing this week? Well, um, I started out with a. Uh, I was gonna say oldie but goodie, but it's not. It's an oldie, but it's not a goodie. And uh, I started playing some Perfect Dark Zero, uh, thanks to Games on Demand, uh, having a, a lot of sales last week. A uh, bunch of titles were five bucks. I cashed in, I think, on like five of them after I got paid. It worked out perfectly. And Perfect Dark Zero was one of them because uh, I had it was the reason why I bought an Xbox in the beginning. You know, I put my pre-order down like a year and a half early before they even announced like an official release date. And the game that I wanted above all others was Perfect Dark Zero. The game was awesome on N64. I knew that that was going to be – that was re the reason why I bought the Xbox, the sole reason. And boy, was I disappointed. That game was terrible. I don't even remember playing the story at all. I, I played like a mission or two – or like half of a mission uh, earlier when I bought it on Games on Demand, and I was like, I don't even remember doing this. I, I played, I got two achievements in multiplayer, and I think I just called it. I was like, this game is terrible. So it's a scar on my profile. I figured, what the heck? You know, I got nothing else going on. Everything's back at Gamefly, waiting on some new games. Why not, right? So I start the grind of achievements, and uh, I unlock a fair bit. I've got a, almost half the achievements in the game now. It's... Uh, it's going to be a long grind to the rest, you know, as far as achievements go. Um, do I recommend it? No. But you could probably pick pick it up for pretty cheap. And uh, you can do most of the boosting with the second controller. It's just kind of sitting there and playing against yourself and uh, beating up bots on, on amateurs. So 
not not exactly you know what some people would describe as fun but uh hey i i had a sense of accomplishment killing all these bots and getting like 250 kills in a 30 minute match so uh i i felt on top of the world at that point but um I ended up giving that up for a game that I got in off Gamefly, and it's really the only other game that I've play, been playing this week, and that's Lollipop Chainsaw. Have you uh, have you seen anything about this one? I I'm yeah I know it's like a cheerleader that kills zombies with a chainsaw, <laughs> but I haven't played it, or I have I don't know anyone that has played it. So well, it's curious. different. <laughs> it's it's very different. Um, I am not the person that is good at or likes hack and slash games at at all. I remember playing Devil May Cry 4 and I wanted to check it out because it was supposed to be awesome. And I got to the first boss and couldn't beat it. So I sent it back to Gamefly and uh, never never played it again. And that's that's the typical hack and slash, you know, and um I didn't know really what I was getting into. I heard a lot of hype about the game just because it's a little risque, but I uh, figured I'd put it on my Gamefly and check it out. It's made, uh, it's developed by Grasshopper Manufacturer, I think is how you pronounce it, Japanese-related game. And you kind of get that right in the beginning. It's it's just different. It's not it's not the way like an American uh, developer would would make a game it's it's over the top you know you, you're right you're a cheerleader that's a zombie hunter and um in the prologue your boyfriend gets infected and you chop his head off and you do some magic to keep him alive and you wear him on like your belt loop and he talks and does says weird things throughout the whole entire game while you're killing zombies and getting upgrades to your chainsaw, by the end of the by the end of the game, you've got like your chainsaw turns into like a gun, and like you can um, you can rev it on the ground and move around really fast and kill zombies that way. You can like the whole game is based on combos and and you know your typical hack and slash with a chainsaw, but it's got that weird kind of like risque like flair to it you know i don't i don't know how to describe it in a and keeping it a pg rated show but <laughs> you know where i'm going with this one yeah uh, the language is bad <laughs> it's it's funny because it's over the top you know and i enjoy stuff like that and immediately the game was kind of too much for me to handle and then i kind of settled into it and i i started enjoying it and once you get your your person leveled leveled up um you can you can increase your difficulty and keep the same level. So the hard mode is actually a lot easier once you have that ultimate combo that you can use and basically kill all the zombies. So um, I'm I'm making my way through the game and uh, haven't haven't ran into a stumbling block yet. But the game does get progressively harder as you run through it. So if you're a fan of the hack and slash genre, this is right up your alley. You know, this is it's a pretty funny well done game, but it is M for a reason. Not necessarily nudity or anything like that, but the language is pretty bad. A lot of f bombs, um, and just you know, some of the stuff that's said is just kind of like, okay, all right, I, I get it. But um, pretty, pretty funny. So I'm I'm trucking my way through that and um, enjoying it. I would say for the most part. And then finally, uh, as we 
as we record, I am going back to Old Faithful here, and that's uh, FIFA 12. I've got one achievement left that I'm pretty sure is glitched on me, so I'm hoping that it will unlock, and it's uh, not. So figured I'd play a few games while we're recording. It's something that I can do and just kind of second nature. So Yeah. But other than that, uh, I think I think that's it for what I've what I've been playing. Uh, I got Prototype Two hit sitting here, as well as uh, Men in Black on the way. So one of those sh- should be good. The other one is just for achievements. So, but uh, I think that wraps it up for what I've been playing. What about you? Well, I got <clears throat> excuse me. I got to ask you a couple questions. Okay. Lollipop Chainsaw. Now, did yep. you play? Did you ever play I and I know I'm gonna pronounce it wrong, but it's like Onchinbara. Oh no. Samurai Squad, Warrior, Bikini, something, something like that, yeah. Yeah, no, I I haven't played that one. Because 'Cause I'm wondering if it's better than that, 'cause I tr- 'cause I like hack and slash. Some hack and slash. There's certain kinds I like. And um I didn't care for that Onchinbara thing. So I was wondering if this is better than that (laughs) well i mean i'm gonna actually start up doing video reviews again so um with this game which is an interesting one to start back up with but i've got this roxio game cap sitting here that uh they roxio was nice enough to send me so i might as well use it i'm using it right now to play fifa but uh you know they're not getting any credit for that so um i figured i'd i'd do a video review on it but as a, as I said, like I'm not a fan of hack and slash games, and I enjoy this one. It's easy enough for me to pick up onto. You can up. There's a pretty nice little leveling system, and it's really over the top. So I think that if you're a fan of hack and slash, you know, and and you're probably on the same level as I am as far as, um, com, you know, using combos and and gaming wise, like I think you'll be able to pick it up, and I think you probably would like it. But it's not. It's one of those people. One of those games to play definitely when the kids go to sleep. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So, and the other item is Perfect Dark Zero. Yep. Do you have the co-op achievements on that? Um, no, I don't. Uh, the The game is very much structured for multiplayer as far as achievements go there's really only a few single player achievements and then a few co-op achievements um you have to do you have to play the game twice in co-op i believe um unless you can unlock the dark agent difficulty in single player and then that transitions to co-op as well i'm not sure um but i have not played it in co-op i think i have a co-op partner we haven't actually sat down and started it, but uh, I've got a few candidates. But no, I have not gotten the achievements yet. Oh, okay. This is a game I have sitting on my shelf. I don't think I've ever played it. Never. Get, I don't have any achievements for it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you've got it and you want to play it, I'm sure I can find somebody for you to co-op with. You know, if it's not me. Um but I don't know. I mean, you don't really care about achievements, but I don't know if it's a game that you want to play, <laughs> if that makes sense. It's probably not. I I don't remember why I even picked it up. It was in the bargain bin, you know, somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, I think I heard yeah, you cheap. talk about it, you know, in the past about how you always liked, you know, the Perfect Dark series. And no, they screwed this one up. So I think that's probably why I picked it up. But I don't think I've ever played it. It's just sitting here. It's 
and then and then I yeah, it it looks like it's a lot of multiplayer, and I didn't you know I was like, well, I'm not gonna mess with that. So yeah, well, the nice thing about it is that if you've got it, and I'm sure a lot of people have it because it is so cheap. I mean, five bucks on games on demand, I probably overpaid by three dollars for the game, <laughs> but. Um, and that's not including shipping. You know, if you ordered it on Amazon for one ninety nine, ching, um, you get you have to pay like three dollars shipping. So it it's kind of a wash. But um, the the game, like I said, doesn't have a lot of single player achievements. So if you're not if you don't want to scar your card and you want to kind of check it out, you can play the game on agent difficulty and play through the whole entire game and not beat the game and still have zero points. There's an achievement. I think it's 10 points for beating the game on agent difficulty, and that's it. Wow. Like everything else is tied to secret a- beating the game on secret agent, beating the game in co-op, and beating uh, certain like one mission, five missions, and then or one missions, three missions, and five missions in dark agent difficulty, and that's both in single player and co-op. So, if if I put it down, I if I put single player down after like. 10 minutes on secret agent difficulty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you'll fare. Yeah, I probably won't last a minute. So. Oh, well. If there's anyone out there that has it, wants to, you know, one of those maybe long term, you know, you know, we'll work on it eventually, get through it. And I have it. I can I can work on some co-op. It's Sometimes it's fun just to do the co-op stuff. I know the only time I think I ever it's quit one was not, with you on that. Yep. Was yep, it conflict denied ops? Yep, yep, yep. Is it Eventually, I should like probably. Yeah, uh, I would say conflict denied ops is probably worse, just okay. because in Perfect Dark you still have the, um, you know, the weird weapons and the just kind of different feel to it. But it's it's on that, it's on that par. At least it should be about the same length, if not shorter, because I don't think there's very mission, very many missions to the game. But yeah, that's the only co-op game that I don't think we enjoyed. Yeah, I that's it's pretty sad when when I'm just telling you going, Kyle, I gotta quit, man. <laughs> I gotta quit. I can't do this anymore. Oh, I was right there with you, but <laughs> I kind of want to go back to it just to clean it up a little bit. But that's way down the road. I don't know if that will ever happen. <laughs> oh, those bring back some nightmares on that one. Mm-hmm. Not a good game. Do not recommend it. Do not go and buy it. Um, a good game though, and, and I think I know people kind of. I think I've said some harsh things about this game in the past, um, and but again, it was not. This was not anything against the game particularly. There's just some things that they've done that I don't care for. But I'm talking about Max Payne 3. Um, I finally completed the campaign, um, and I gotta say I thoroughly enjoyed that game. The um, the story. Was I thought was really good. I, I really and you know Rockstar. It's a shame. I wish I could get into the open world style of game because Rockstar is so amazing. It's telling a story. Like I still want to play GTA 4. I got to a point where it's like I got to where this one mission was where I had to chase down this car, and whenever it came down to like chasing somebody down or something, it's like that's as far as I could ever get. You know, um, I never got the complete Red Dead Redemption. I, I own that one, and I have it here. It's one of those I want to go back because I need to go back and just sit down with that someday. Because just like Max Payne, if I work through it, through the things that just don't work for me personally, like the really tiny aiming reticle, 
Mm -hmm. You know, it's like magnifying glass. Uh, you know, you need, you need a magnifying glass. To yeah, see. and it's like you know, I'm not I'm not 17 years old. I don't have perfect <laughs> eyesight anymore. You you right. tease me about that. I got a bigger <laughs> TV now though. Um, that helps. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on a 60 inch uh, uh, Samsung now, and it's whoo, sweet. Man, is it awesome! But uh, all hooked up HDMI and everything. It's awesome. But um, and the game was so much fun. I really did enjoy the game. There was those moments that were, there were some moments that were really tough um, to get through, and uh, but you know I slogged it out and and I kept playing, got through those parts, and really enjoyed the game. Uh, it was kind of funny how the very end of the game was kind of like. I, I had all these parts all the way through that were just like so hard to get through. And when I'm on the final boss, it's like, boop, you're done. <laughs> I'm like, that was it. I got him in one shot. You know I mean? It was, it was so unexpected. Cause I'm like, Oh, here we go. Here's going to be a part where I'm going to play over and over and over again. And, uh, no, I was, went through it one time, but, um, really enjoyed it. And, um, I went back and did, um, I spent like a whole day just like, doing all those little uh, kill so many people while being dragged on a chain and all those certain mission-specific things. There's still a few left to do. Uh, there's one that I, I know I'm not going to get. I, I just kept trying and trying and trying and trying. It just I just couldn't seem to get the hang of it, but um, I probably won't get that one. But oh, I'll go back to it maybe later, and I'll, maybe I'll get it on my first attempt. But uh, So I was cleaning up some of that because the game's not achievement friendly no uh, in any way no but it is really a fantastic game and and actually you can get the other stuff all the cleanup stuff um i got like i went through the whole game it took me ever since it came out up until this week to get it and i think at the end of playing the entire campaign i had maybe it was only like 10 or 12 achievements or something like that for like 200 points and I'm like, man, I've been playing for, it seems like, 30 hours. Yeah. Um, but then I went through doing the cleanup stuff and got, like, 20 achievements in, in over two, 21 over two days. Um, so they, they weren't that hard. Uh, I did go through and do all the collectible stuff. Uh, I used a video guide and just went and picked up. Because I was trying to get all my golden guns and stuff. And, and I think to get, there's one where you got to do, they call it a grind. And you got to get all these different types of stuff. Um, and you need the golden gun. So I I probably will go back and do that just because it is kind of fun grinding the stuff out. Um, but we'll see. I don't know if, how much more I'll do. But so I finished the campaign and then I'm like, you know what? Let me let me try some multiplayer because there was a, there was an achievement <coughs> for looting a body in a multiplayer game. And I'm like, well, maybe I can stay alive long enough to maybe <laughs> loot one body. So I get on my Xbox and I see that Mudtastic's on. He's playing the multiplayer for Max Payne. So I get him in the party and I had talked to him in a long time. And so we jump into a game and it puts us in different teams. And, um, so instead of, it didn't put us on the same side, which really stunk. Well, I thought it was going to stink, but when, you know, you get, you get, you have to play like five rounds and they're all different. They're all these different game types. And, um, we went through the whole thing, and the team I was on absolutely obliterated the other team. So I got this achievement for winning every um, gang war 
match or something. I, I don't remember the exact wording of it. And it was something, I mean, I absolutely never, ever expected to get because I don't really play, I don't play this multiplayer. Um, so I got that during this match. And then also at one point I spawned in and there was a dead enemy body right, right where I spawned. So I'm like, okay, let me loot it. And I got that achievement too. So <clears throat> that was kind of fun. And, and, right. uh, it was interesting because I, I talked to someone else. Uh, I think it was Democulus who was saying he's been playing it, and he's like, he was a little upset that I got that gang warfare achievement because he's like, I've been trying and I haven't got it. So yeah, beginners luck. It was luck, man. I just you know so, and then the next match it put me on the team with Mudtastic. So then we got obliterated. <laughs> so because <clears throat> then I was playing against the guys I was just with who were really good, but right. the multiplayer is a lot of fun. Um, I really did enjoy it. I still think there's there were several times where like I would spawn right in front of an enemy, um, and I, I know they put a patch out supposedly fixed it, but it didn't fix it. Um, one point I spawned behind two enemies, and they had their back to me. I'm like, you know, and I felt bad. I was like, okay, I guess I should shoot them, but I feel bad because it's like I just spawned in behind them. And it's not fair, you know. <laughs> it's just like it's not the way it's supposed to be, but um. The game was a lot of fun. I had a good time with it. So, um, and that's pretty much all I played this week. Um, but I had a good time with it. Put a lot of time into Max Payne. So, all right, now you're on the hot seat. I got a few questions for you since I have played Max Payne as well. Okay. Um, what difficulty did you play on in single player? Just the medium. Okay. Did you? Uh, what type of aiming did you do? Um, I ended up doing originally. I put it on free aim. To get the um, achievements. Because I knew that you had to be in free aim, but then I was just struggling, and, and, and uh, so I moved it to soft lock, mm-hmm. um, and I played through on soft lock. Have you, have you tried hard lock at all? Um, I did when I went through on some of the achievements I was trying to clean up. Some of them allowed you to do hard lock, and I, I did that. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I probably should have done this to make it a, lot a little easier. bit easier on me to play the game. Yeah. So... I I always have the illusions of grandeur that I'll have just a cakewalk um, while playing the game for the first time on hard difficulty and with free aim because I knew the achievements existed as well. And I didn't at the time like I had got the game right when it came out off Gamefly. So um, I didn't know that changing the aim was any like wouldn't disrupt my achievements so i kept it on free aim the whole time on hard and uh there were some definitely some uh tough parts and very frustrating but for some reason like i love that game so much that i persevered through it and i i can't really explain some games like i'll just get it until it's done but other games i'll give up you know super quickly on it it just i don't know that game just grabbed me from the beginning, I've been a Max Payne fan, not a huge one, but I was definitely all over this one. And uh, Rockstar didn't didn't disappoint. But it's typical Rockstar, like you mentioned. You know, the aiming is a little off. Luckily, there's no driving in this one. <laughs> or <laughs> exactly. Else, or else, who knows what would have happened? But uh, I don't know. Like, I think they did a really good job. And I didn't play any multiplayer, but I heard the multiplayer was really good. It it's really good. It's different. It's fun. Um, I really do enjoy it. I mean, there's some things that I don't care for, like grenades. I think all you can do is 
tap your bumper and it just throws it. You don't you don't really get to like aim and you know aim your grenades or kind of plan where they go. It's just kind of you just kind of throw it out there and hope for the best. Um, the controls, you know, it's a third person, so it's a little different than what I'm used to. And I, I tend to struggle. Uh, like I don't care for uh, Ghost Recon's uh, or Gears of War multiplayer um, because it's that third person. I'd rather do like a Rainbow Six first person style. Right. But, uh, you know, it's just that's just my play style. So but this is a lot of fun. And I think Rockstar did a really good job with it. And they've got a ton of uh, DLC planned for this game coming out shortly. So um, good I don't idea to get the season pass on this one. Yeah, they've got like I think it's seven DLC packs planned. And that DLC and that season pass will cover them all. So I think the first one's coming out pretty soon, right? I think it's getting to be. I think it was delayed. Um, I thought I read recently it was delayed, but not by much. I don't. I don't think yeah. it's a whole lot of time. I think this month, right? I think it still comes out this month. So I'll try to look that up here, uh, and see what I can find. But it, it's fun, man. I, I enjoy it. I really do enjoy the game. So um, let's see. There's something else that I wanted to ask you about. I mean, the, the story was really solid. And in case you have not played Max Payne. You need to play it like it. It's really good. The storytelling on it is fantastic. And it really reminded me of if like I were to have to describe Max Payne and maybe you'll agree with me because I think you've played both of these games. But it's like a mix between um, Splinter Cell and like a Ghost Recon esque game like third person, you know, the ain't, you know, just just kind of immersed in just like a Rambo style game. And then you've got kind of the words appearing out of, you know, from people talking, appearing out of nowhere and stuff like that. Like it's kind of got a stealth esque feel to it, but then at the end of the day, it's still, you know, running through buildings, shooting people's heads off. Yeah. I, yeah, I would agree. And I think their presentation was really cool. Oh yeah. The, the way they did the, I mean, it felt like you're playing a movie kind of, uh, it yeah, it really did. It told a really good story, and you were immersed in it from the beginning. And I don't know, like sometimes I would like to peek out if I knew there was a sniper, because seeing Max Payne's head get blown off <laughs> was pretty darn amusing. I mean, it was it the the graphics. Like one thing I love when games do is like this game. You could tell it was polished because a there's no loading screens at all. And when you're actually, you know, in the game and they cover the loading screens with cutscenes that look exactly like the gameplay, like so many times you have these really nice animated, you know, CG cutscenes, and then it cuts to your in-game stuff. And it's like, uh, really like this is what I'm playing. But in this game, like you're never taken out of the game like it's it's so smooth, the transition from from level to level. It's really cool. So, yeah, the um, yeah, I I like that too. It's almost like when the cutscene ends, the camera all it does is just the camera pulls back. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, you're, you're you're in the game, and that's how you know that you go from cutscene to game because yeah, it, the footage is the same. Um, it looks just that great. And the one thing I really liked was like all the different locations. It was just like you were on a constant. You're shooting in this locale, this locale, this locale. I mean, 
you know, I mean, you can say all these shooters are all the same. They're all repetition and it's very linear. But I would love to see Rockstar do more linear style games because that's more my style. Like, I just like prefer to be kind of led along, I guess. And, right. and, you know, I've done some open world that I have enjoyed, but not a lot. And they tend to kind of, I'll get to a point if I am playing them like GTA four, I'll get to the point where I'm like, I can't get past a certain part and I just give up and then I miss out. And it's like, I so badly want to play GTA four all the way through. Right. Um, and Great game. Yeah, and it was it was one of those that had me hooked by the story and the characters, and I was really enjoying it. And you know what, I might I might just have to go to it again someday and just maybe put it down to the easiest level and just try again. Yeah. Um, maybe I can change it. But um, I got Red Dead Redemption. I need to put that one in. I, I that one I got stopped because a whole bunch of games came out that I bought. I need to go back to that because I finally stuck got on that past. train. No, no, I finally got past okay. it. Um, <laughs> I did, yeah, I finally got past that train. Um, and was making progress. I, I, when I left it, it wasn't cause I was stuck. Um, so I need to That's go good. back to that. I need to just yeah. pull That's that off the shelf. But, um, there's a reason why it's game of the year. It, it or was, was game of the year. Yeah. It's, you know, they just do excellent work. Um, but also that you were right. Max Payne three's local justice DLC is coming out actually this week. So, I figured it was, it was quick. So I think I was thinking of another one that was delayed, which was due this week. And I actually, I'll talk about that later in the show. But so. um, Wrapping up Max Payne, I actually didn't buy it thanks to Ghost Recon. And I kind of regret that decision a little bit. I don't know. But um, I'm definitely going to wait until Max Payne goes. You know, I think the perfect price for me is like 30 bucks. Like, um. There is, I just saw, I think our buddies at Amazon, they've got, the game is 25% off. Oh, yeah? Right now. Uh, let me double check. I just saw a story about it, whether it's going to be on sale. Yeah, it is $45 on Xbox, and it's yeah. half price on the PC. See, they're doing that with a, another game, too, Spec Ops The Line. Um, that game is is 50% off PC and 25% uh, off Xbox as well. So there, Amazon's running. Uh, we don't have it in our show, I don't think, unless you added it. But they're running like a PC sale, and there's a few games for Windows, meaning there's achievements. But uh, bulk of them are just games for you know Windows games, um, and they're really cheap. But uh, Spec Ops Spec Ops The Line, which came out last week, is 50% off for the PC. And according to some of the reviews that I've read, it's actually not a bad game. So it's not because it's, you know, a terrible game that they're marking down the price. It's just because they're having a cool sale. So Max Payne and uh, Spec Ops get that pretty cheap on the PC. Yeah. So good. They're good titles. Yeah. I've, but, been, I've been thinking about Spec Ops I, I, because I kind of enjoyed the demo, but it's like everything I've seen, it's pretty much it's about a six hour campaign. There's no co-op, uh, and then it's just multiplayer. And I'm like, well, I don't want to buy the game. I don't see that as being a multiplayer that I'll get into. No. Like, I'm not going to buy it because it's just a campaign that I would Well, buy. and I've got it on my Gamefly, and that's Gamefly is not something that you have. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe if it goes Redbox, you could pick it up for 2 bucks or whatever it may be, beat it in a weekend. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I focus on the achievements, and it's all single-player stuff, so... You know, that's not a buy to me. That's a rent it, get it done, send it back. Yep. <laughs> so. 
but it's bonus that it is getting better reviews than expected, I guess. So. Yeah, I think so. It's um, it seemed pretty like a pretty decent game, and it's one of those. It's, again, it was like even the demo. I was just kind of like the story. Kind of, I was like, what is going on here? Even in the demo, right. you get the impression of things are not always what they. Things are not what you initially thought they were going to be, and from what I've read on the reviews, and and thankfully the reviews I've listened to and read, they're they're not making sure not to spoil the game, but they said what you find at the end is going to completely you know, just kind of blow you away. It's nothing that you would have initially expected to find right. in this game. So it's like, man, that really kind of intrigues me to play it because it's a different type of shooter. It's it's like they're trying to take the genre somewhere that, you know, instead of just, oh, run here, shoot these guys, run here, shoot these guys. Right. So kind of makes me want to support it. But. Doing what Homefront refused to do. <laughs> yeah, that could have been a good one, too. Yeah, it wasn't at all. But, but. All right. Well, should we? Uh, we drug that one out long enough, right? Should we move yeah. on? Yeah. Well, we got a short show this week, so <laughs> it's good that we're dragging it out where we can. Uh, um, we, we're doing what we do best, right? Making a short show into a average to long show. Well, it won't be. It won't be even. It'll still be short compared to Cheap and Hound standards. But <laughs> I, I know last week we didn't even have an hour. Uh, we just didn't have a lot to talk about so i'm pretty long-winded so you just got to shut me up when it's time to move on and you get eric eric rav and i all into a yeah three hours is is basically the minimum i think that's what our show was last week yeah i saw i was like oh man (laughs) (laughs) marathon that's what you get for grinding games just listen listen that out yeah if you're in that's what i'll do when i'm max paying grinding I'll, i'll just put on the achievement hounds and just run through all them, you know. <laughs> Rav will make it crack up every now and then. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> so, all three of you guys are funny. You crack me up. Um, let's jump in our topics. And before we get into some Xbox news, I wanted to share. I bought a new toy this week, Kyle. Oh, yeah? And you know that we... we bought an iPad. You and I, um, we're, we're real big fans of our buddies over at Amazon.com. Oh, absolutely. Best, best retailer ever. I bought a Kindle Fire. Oh yeah, cool. Um, I a while back I was considering getting one because, um, not that I'm a big reader of electronic books, I prefer to hold a book in my hand. I, I still, I'm old school. I want to have my book. I want to have my CD. I don't want to digitally mm-hmm. download a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want the case. Um, but I know that's going away. But what I wanted it for mainly was it was really the cheapest tablet out there that you could download and watch movies on. Right. And with with me traveling um, often and being on airplanes and airports, it's like I wanted something to watch movies. And it's like, well, an iPad's just too expensive. Yeah. I can't justify five hundred dollars or four hundred dollars, whatever it is, to just rent. You know, to, then to turn around just to use it to rent movies. Now you don't have an iPad, right? Uh, my wife has one. Okay. So we did buy one for Christmas. And then I steal it from her. It's essentially hers. <laughs> um, I right. steal it whenever I, I go on the iPad. road. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's hers. Like that's that's her thing. Yeah, I don't use it uh, when we're in the house. Well, on occasion I will. If like I, I borrowed it the other day when I was doing the Max Payne stuff. Yeah. Then I can sit in my chair and I can look at right. like the true achievements. You know, click on each one and have the video up and oh, okay, this is what they're doing. Right. And then do it. It's just a lot easier than sitting at the computer. Yeah. So even with a laptop, like I have a laptop right next to me, and it still like seems like it would be easier just to. 
you can't really put a laptop in your lap and play games at the same time. I mean, I've done it before, but it's not something that's very comfortable. Having a tablet is is very doable. Right. So essentially, that's kind of the only two things I've ever used it for. Right. Um, I would use it for more if it, if I, if it was mine. But my wife uses it all the time. And I got my iPhone, which I do a lot of stuff on. Yeah. I'm trying to navigate your achievements on your iPhone. Just It's just not... The mobile side is nice, but it's not as full-featured as the main side, and the main side doesn't really look, you know, I mean, it. I I have a tab open in Safari that's dedicated to true achievements, and, and it it works, but I, I get you. Like, it's, it's not practical to right. look up achievements. There's a lot of links and a lot of small links that your phone just won't be able to pull up. So, so I'm like, so anyways, I had a birthday recently, and... Um, when we moved, I bought this new big TV and I bought my wife a TV for her office and mm-hmm. all my, all my Best Buy reward zone points came in. Oh yeah. So nice. I had like $65 in reward zone points. Plus right. I had all this money for my birthday and I'm like, Hmm, I could go get a Kindle fire basically for free. You know, kind of, it's like nothing yeah. out of my pocket. Right. 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 And I'm like, yeah, well, I could buy a bunch of games, but I'm like, I'm really not playing. And so I went and bought a Kindle fire. And okay. I I was kind of concerned. I was a little nervous about it because it's I'm so used to using an iPad and my iPhone, which is just like a fully featured, you know, device. Where the Kindle is more of a yes, it has a web browser and it works real well. Um, right. I, I've already bookmarked True Achievements, um, <laughs> and it does have a web browser, which actually is pretty nice. They call it Silk. Um, it's a proprietary browser uh, but it works real well so far i haven't had any problems with it um it has an app store but it's it's not an android app store it's a proprietary android app store for google or i mean for google for amazon only so it's it's not like the full-on android store um but again this is there's a lot of stuff like i they got netflix on there so i can stream my netflix to it which is great um, I can stream my Amazon Prime because, you know, I log in with my Amazon Prime account. It's already attached right. to the device. So I get I have those 50. two options. Yeah, so I can stream a bunch of stuff. I can also rent from Amazon now, which looks to be that from what I've seen so far, it's cheaper than the iTunes store. Um, and the downfall will be, if for anybody considering it, is that you you can't watch HD. You can't rent an HD movie on or watch an hd movie on the device um you it'll download and i can watch it in hd link on my pc but if i'm watching it on the kindle fire it is only in in uh, sd but the good thing for me is that it's it's when i'm traveling it doesn't really matter and the good thing is is when i've traveled with the ipad dude and it it kills me that i'm staying battery (laughs) oh well no it's it's when i'm trying to download so I can download like two movies before I leave, okay? Right. Because we only have like a 16 meg, 16 gig, yeah. or 16 gig uh, iPad. Right. So right. I'll download like two movies, mm-hmm. watch watch one on the like on my first leg or on the first day. So then when I get to the hotel, I'll queue up another download of something else. And it doesn't matter which hotel I stay at, the wireless sucks at every <laughs> hotel, no matter right. how expensive the hotel is. Either right. that's what kills right. me. Right. You, know, you pay two hundred dollars a night for a hotel room, and then they and, and you don't get free Wi-Fi. But if I stay at the Motel Six for thirty bucks, I'll get free Wi-Fi. You yeah. know, figure that. I don't understand that one. But 
So I'll stay at the fancy hotels and then I have to pay separate for the Wi-Fi. And then I can't pull a movie down in time before I'm leaving town the next day. So actually pulling down the SD version will help me because <laughs> I'll actually be able because I've had to go one time where I had to I had to take a flight with no movie. And then I'm sitting in a long layover in the, in the next like in Denver airport and I finally get it to finish <laughs> on their Wi-Fi. Right. So but you're pulling down three to four gig for a movie where here these are all going to be less than a gig so i can load up more on the device they're going to but the 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 down shoots their sd but who cares on a tiny on a on a smaller uh tablet type of device seven inch screen yeah yeah, it works won't be able to tell the difference so um and i ended up buying a book that i'm reading so on there And, and it's it's cool i really like the device i'm really glad i ended up buying it um it's going to work perfect for what I need. So um, I was happy. And it's, it was 200 bucks, man. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's cheap. <laughs> so Which it, is pretty crazy. Yeah, if you see people comparison, comparing them to, you know, a lot of people compare them to the iPads and their reviews. They're completely different devices. You can't really compare them because the Kindle Fire is not a tablet. It is a Kindle. It is meant for, right. and basically, books. I mean, its real design is for books music video essentially kind of streamed from uh amazon so if you're an amazon prime customer then it's an awesome product um and you know if you're not you want an ipad but you're trying to go cheap then you really want to don't get this if you expect an ipad um get like a galaxy tab or something something else yeah i mean there's there's other cheaper versions of the ipads if you will but um, if you're into reading a lot and or, you know, if you're an Amazon Prime customer or you just want something to rent some movies while you travel, I, I, this is a great device. I really like it. So, yeah, We sell them at, uh, at Office Depot, and the way I would describe them is they're definitely still an ebook first with web functionality. You know, they're kind of like the, the Nook. But, uh, like, if you want – if your main focus is playing games and and surfing the web and productivity wise, like you definitely want to get like a full blown tablet. Right. But for one ninety nine, like if you just wanna surf the web and read some books and maybe stream some movies, then yeah, I mean why not? It's, that is deals right into its wheelhouse. So the only thing I'm worried about is I just bought this and then I'm hearing already rumors that the I, a Kindle Fire 2 is going to be so, out like the end of this month. And I'm like, man, they better not. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, just, I just bought this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, it's getting there, yeah. It's about time. So You would think they'd have to re- announce it before they uh, announce the new iPad. So Yeah, they probably will. And it'll probably be like a full-on iPad contender still for the same price. And I'll be <laughs> No, yeah, I should have waited stink. a week or two, but right. Well, I do get 30 days with Best Buy. They said I had 30 days, which seemed weird. I thought it was only 14 days. I think they extended their policy. Yeah. So if for some if it does come out, <laughs> I might be able to get back in there. Right, right. <laughs> See, I need to upgrade. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Well, if they if they are going to, hopefully they do it in the next 30 days. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, but, but otherwise, uh, it's it's a pretty cool device. So, did you? I, I've been a bad listener. Did you guys talk about the Surface tablet at all in the past episodes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had what, I think the, the day it was announced or the day after. It was yeah, like uh, we recorded 
we record on Monday Achievement Hounds, and they were doing the press conference as I think that was the week that you guys were delayed a day, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, we yeah, because we did that. Let's see, it was episode one ninety seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, one ninety seven is the one we talked about it. Because yeah, the last two weeks we recorded on a Monday because everybody was out of town or busy or doing something, so we had to record on Mondays, and we actually were able to do that because they did it Monday morning. Right, which which worked out. Um, why are you? I guess you're not going to get a Surface tablet now that you have a Kindle Fire and an iPad, but why did you well, pull the trigger now instead of waiting until October? Well, I don't think that – I think the Surface tablet is going to be just way too expensive. I don't even know if that thing's going to be able to compete with an iPad price, even though they claim it. I've seen – you look at some of these other full-on tablets, and they're seven, eight, nine hundred dollars Well, they – like, okay, so the Surface tablet, there's two versions, right? There's the – there's the Tegra 3, which is uh, similar to, you know, the Galaxy Tab. And you can't really compare it to the – I mean, you can, but Apple has their own proprietary processor. The A4, I think it, or A5 is what they're up to now. I can't remember. But um, – and then there's that Windows Pro, Windows 8 Pro for Surface Tablet or whatever the heck it's named. That one's going to be the expensive one. They said that one is going to be priced like an Ultrabook, and Ultrabooks start at $900. Right. So that tablet's going to be ridiculous. However, it's got an i5 and starts with 64 gigs of memory, and and it's got a lot of bells and whistles on it, USB 3.0 port. But if they don't get into the $600, $500 range with that Tegra 3 processor when that uh, October launch window comes, there's no way that they're going to sell any. Like, I I get that it it's it's cool that it comes with Office Home and Student already. And it's got a lot of features to it. I mean, it basically is a PC. You can run everything natively on it. But you can't communicate that to people effectively. Like, they're just going to be like, oh, I just want an iPad if it's that that expensive, you know. Right. And the thing is, I you know, I like the iPad, and I'm not buying it because of the price. And, I, and even if they come in at the prices of the iPad, yeah. for what I need, the it still exceeds the price of right. You know, so it's true. that's that's because when we were talking about it, I was telling the guys too. I was like, man, I'd be all over this. This is, you know, this would be perfect for for, for me, but it's it's just going to be too pricey, um, and it's it will offer me a lot more capabilities, but just trying to be sensible. What what am I really going to use it for? What do I really need it to do? The Kindle Fire. It fits in perfect is what I needed it for. So right. that's why I'm like, yeah, let me just go ahead and pull the trigger on it. Because I, I've also, you know, I know the new iPads will be coming out and the, the new Surface coming out. And it's just like if we, you know, there's always something new coming out. I'm kind of, yeah. I'm waiting for the new iPhones, but now I'm actually kind of considering, you know what? I might actually jump off the iPhone ship and, and move over to Android just because iPhone, the iOS really hasn't changed much uh, since the iPhone came out. It still looks the same. Uh, they've made some enhancements to it. But you look at, like, what some of these other Android phones can do and what they offer, it's just like, wow, you know. <laughs> it's, it's like maybe it's time to jump ship. And I think if, if Apple doesn't make a nice change, if they just pump the same iOS out and say, oh, well, here's a better screen, then I think I'm probably done with my iPhone. 
Oh, well, you've seen iOS 6. Like, that's what it's going to be. That's what the iPhone 5 is going to run off of. But I have not seen iOS 6. Oh, yeah. They announced it uh, at their Worldwide Developer Conference. It's it's more of the same. There's actually not a terrible amount of fixes. Like, it's pretty bare as far as what iOS 6 supports there. The only thing they're really doing is ripping out Google Maps and replacing it with their own Maps program that will do turn-by-turn and 3D stuff and... That's really the biggest change. Everything else is uh, is just kind of small, minor ad- additions to it. But um, they're they're not changing the way things operate on the phone. You know, it's it's going to be the same. But the going back to the Xbox point of view, like the Surface tablet, the nice thing about that is that it's going to have full Xbox Live capabilities. So like your Kindle and like really other any other tablet. You're going to be able to hook into Amazon Prime, Netflix, you know, anything that the Xbox has via the Xbox Live service. You're going to be able to hook into that with that Surface tablet, and that will be cool. And then the smart glass feature that they've talked about, you know, while that's available on pretty much any device, you know, there's still probably going to be, you know, oh, you can only do this with Windows 8 for Surface, you know, that type of that type of deal. So Probably. <laughs> but... But yeah, glad you glad you like the Kindle. I've I've heard good things about it. There hasn't been too many cons. I I've heard maybe the that it gets a little hot, but other than that, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Yeah, so far so good. So I got no complaints cool. on it. Glad I, I it was I was glad. I was a little it was one of those that's like man, I kept looking at all these different things and it's like what if I don't like it or what if it doesn't do what I need it to do and. No, I, I walked away going, man, I'm really glad I got this. And then I ended up buying a book that I was behind on. Uh, uh, one of my favorite authors actually has two books out that I haven't read. So I picked one up on the Kindle, and I've been reading through it. And cool. So, yep. But anyway, it's time to get on to Xbox stuff. Sorry for delaying. Uh, <laughs> after show material. After show material, yeah. That's what I should have done. Um that earlier we talked about DLC, and I said there was something that was going to be delayed. Um, I, I had that wrong. Sorry, it was not uh, the Max Payne stuff. It was Ghost Recon Future Soldiers DLC called Arctic Strike. Surprise, surprise. This has been delayed, but they're saying it's still going to come out in July. We, it was supposed to be July 3rd, uh, which is, what, in two days? Yeah, this week. <laughs> so, yeah, it was supposed to be this Tuesday. But they said that it's being pushed back, uh, citing Polish as the reason for the holdup. They are still expecting it to release later in July. They just have not put an exact date on it yet. So if you're looking for some more uh, Future Soldier, uh, it it should still be out in July. So I don't know yet if I'm going to be getting it or not. I think just based on your comment earlier, I think you and I are probably the same opinion of Future Soldier. Uh, It it wasn't Gras (laughs) 2. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of saving that Ghost Recon talk for, you know, when we talked about this DLC. But the reason why I got Ghost Recon off Gamefly over Max Payne was because Max Payne really didn't limit you in what you could do via a rental. Like, you you got full access to the multiplayer, you got full access to the single player. While with Ghost Recon, um, due to some budget cuts in my personal budget, like I had to roll the dice and rent it, and I ended up getting it. 
But like the game was so stripped down to what I could actually do because I didn't have that stupid Ubi passcode or whatever the heck they call it that I was really only limited to single player and I couldn't play multiplayer. I couldn't even do co-op. I couldn't do that gorilla map stuff like I could just play single player. So um, I played single player on the hardest difficulty and while it was fun, like I just didn't see any substance like it. I, you know, I got the game and I put in the code and I never played multiplayer. I was still sitting here just, you know, with single player being completed on the hardest difficulty. There's still a lot to do in the game. And I have a feeling that if I played multiplayer, I'd enjoy it. But so, you know, it just didn't have that same grab that Gratu had. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I agree. I mean, I've I never was a fan of the multiplayer, anyways, from the last one. So, right. I, I wasn't expecting to enjoy that. The guerrilla mode to me was kind of a letdown. Um, I don't know. I, I think the first time I went through it, we went all through all fifty waves, and before we were even done, I was kind of like, <sighs> you know, yeah. just I was kind of like, can we just be done? You know, it just and it might just be that they're really it didn't offer anything new, you know, like I thought it was going to be this real exciting mode. Cause I love horde mode. I, I can sit here and play horde all day long, but I don't know. This one was just different. It, it didn't, it just wasn't as fast paced and stuff, but what I, but now I did play some the other night with Democulus cause there's a, an achievement for getting a thousand kills in gorilla mode. So him and I, we were on, it's like, all right, let's just play gorilla. And we played this one map with this where you were in an office setting. And at first, we were on the first 10 waves, we were, he kept having to come pick me up, man. It was, it just was not going very well. And then after you cleared that, you had to go outside onto a rooftop. And I'm like, oh, great. We don't have any coverage. We're, and there was, and the, the point that you had to secure was out in the wide open. So we were kind of struggling at first. And then, then I was like, you know what? Let's step back. I said, let's get to the edge of this roof. So what if they get into the middle? They're in the open, you know? So we ended up finding some good spots and we actually were killing then on the side, on the, on the waves 11 through 20. Um, and we actually were having a really good time. It was, it was a lot better um, experience than when I played the other night. So you know, I think it maybe it was that first time might have just been I was tired that day. Um, I did have more fun when I played the other day, but it was definitely a, more, a bigger challenge when you only have two people because um, it doesn't it There's doesn't really lighten numbers. up on you. Yeah, it, it's like you still get the same amount of people whether you have four people with you or just two. You know, right. so it's kind of like you really rather have four when you're playing it. But so I, you know, we'll still play, and, and if you know you see him or I on, and you you want to play some gorilla mode, let us know. We'll we'll jump in and play. I was like, I I just feel that we need to play this game, like in in some sort of co-op together, uh, just because for old times' sake, you know, for <laughs> the the image that's been burnt into my memory of being on the last level, and even though there was honestly no way that we were going to complete it that night. Throwing that grenade and incapacitating me and killing yourself is something that I'll probably never forget. Yeah, but see, I can tell you haven't been listening to the show because I have been vindicated. I have been vindicated. There's no no way. Yes, yes. The Ghost Recon torch has been passed to Mr. (laughs) Oculus, 
who in the campaign, after we all died and we respawned to start the level over, threw a grenade on the ground at his teammates' feet and killed us. <laughs> I don't know, like, it's still... And then after we said what just happened, and he goes, oops, I hit the wrong button, we spawned in, and he did it again. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> so I have been vindicated. Uh, <laughs> I called him out on a previous show, and uh, he knows he well, he wasn't pleased with me. But uh, he's taking it all in stride. But, yep, I've been past the torch. So, yep. <laughs> There's still a Lifetime Achievement Award that you have to hold for for that. So you, you can't get off of it that easy. Like, you got something still. You might you might not have the worst, but you still have the most memorable. In my mind. I mean, it was just you and me. I think there might have been someone else that was watching that at the time. Well, there were several people in there. They had all died. We were doing... Oh, that's um, right. It was... A, yeah, yeah, it was I a think Soul Assassin was there, and there was several other people there. We had a full group that night, so... Yeah, and I mean, like I said, in reality, like, knowing how that mission ended, like, there was an APC and, like, a full army ahead of us, like, there was no way that we were gonna do it. But I think the when we did do it, like, we both died and someone else, like, ramboed through it and beat it, which was pretty impressive. Yeah. So. But good times. I, I wish that this game was of that, you know, quality, I guess, and that much fun. But I really think that it was just because of the delays and they wanted to hit a schedule and they didn't. And I don't know, the Connect integration in it, really? Come on now. Like... <laughs> That's stupid. I think that's being required now by Microsoft. It's like every game that comes out says better with Connect. Well, and and some games are truly better with Connect, but in this case, like no, no thanks. So there, like, I'm interested to see how FIFA is going to be because FIFA is better with Connect, and if it works, and you know, it almost never does, but if it does, like the features that they're offering are pretty cool, like. Uh, if you play FIFA or really any sports game, like you know that pausing the game to do substitutes and is kind of a hassle and it takes you out of the game. But with Connect with FIFA 13, you can just shout out like the names of the players and sub people out with your voice while playing the game, which I think is really cool. You know, as long as you know the players' names and you can just be like, uh, you know, David Villa sub for. Pedro Rodriguez, I don't know, just some somebody that that you'd be playing as. I think that's pretty cool. Now, Connect, like uh, most recently, I was watching the Microsoft press conference, and on the Xbox Live viewer until it crashed, and <laughs> yeah, the uh, every time the guy would say Connect, like Connect, play, and I'm like, what are you doing? And then five, like literally a half a second later, my Connect would like fast forward the or and then rewind and i'm like what what is going on so the connect like picked up his voice and it doesn't pick up my voice at all because he had to say like connect uh, pause and all of a sudden my live feed paused and i'm like great this is fantastic but uh <laughs> but yeah i mean it would be interesting to see like what uh what microsoft does actually require but a lot of games now are quote-unquote better with connect yeah it seems to be kind of like that steel battalion game right that's better with connect (laughs) 
yeah, you don't need that 200-button controller anymore. Yeah, you can... Uh, just reading about that game is is ridiculous. Like, while holding your controller and standing up, you, you control your main guns with your controller, but you're uh, rotating and congratulating your squad and firing your secondary mission missiles will be controlled by your arms and voice. And I'm like, this sounds terrible. Like, standing up, playing a game with a controller and using my body in synchronous with my controller, that sounds like a terrible game. And it was. <laughs> but we got off topic. Well, that's one to pass on, so... Yeah, Steel Battalion, wait... Actually, no. Never play that. Um, you were talking earlier before we started recording we were talking about some pre-order items and yep. um, the one I pointed out to you was NBA 2K13 which you know typically I, I'm, well first of all I don't buy sports games um, but this one actually kind of makes me want to buy it because the one of the items that are included I think are so cool that it makes me want to buy the game and that is you get a real basketball in the game and it's not just an orange and black basketball it's like a specially painted cool looking design basketball that looks really neat right and it's just kind of like this is kind of to me this is what makes a special edition more of a special edition something usable um this you know i i talked about the borderlands too how i really want to buy that special edition but it's <laughs> like, 150 great. bucks and yeah i'm like you know what as much as I really want it, just because I love the game so much, I can't see spending one hundred and fifty dollars on a. And chances are you're going to get disappointed or burned or both when you buy these special editions. Like they're, it seems like they're never ever what you actually think they're going to be. And that's why I think this one's neat because this is an actual basketball. Yeah. You know, not. And those are expensive too. Yeah. So you get something that you know, really, if you wanted to, you could go out and shoot hoops with it. Um, or you know, makes a nice display. Display it, yeah. It is. It is nice. I don't think I'd want to ruin it by going and playing with it, but yeah, it's not something that it. It seems to be like artistically done. Now, whether you know, it's obviously not like hand painted or anything like that. Like it's, it's probably going to be on the lower end of basketball's qualities. But you know, it still looks to be a full size basketball, which in in and of itself is a pretty big little little piece. So this box that it comes in is gonna. Well, have the, to have some. It's a Spalding basketball, which is a good yeah, which is right. a good yeah. So it's a, a good brand. Yeah, it's, so it's not a it won't be a cheapo brand or anything. So that I mean yeah, and what is it? it's a hundred dollars. Right. So basketballs go for what like thirty thirty five bucks, you know, of a full size Spalding regular basketball. They they go pretty expensive, and that's not even that's not the only thing that you get. There's more. Let's see. Um, let's see. Well, you get the ball. Yep. The Dynasty Edition of maybe 2K13 will come packed with a colorful orb, as, you, as we talked about. Um, so that's oh, that's the Dynasty Edition. So that's probably more than 100 bucks. Oh. Um, really? That's probably the 150 is worth because they don't because that's called the Dynasty Edition. Then it says the hundred. Joystick said that uh, the hundred dollar one uh, is that what you're reading? The Joystick Post. Yeah, I'm reading. Okay, the $100 collector's edition also comes with DLC in the form of the All-Star add-on content presented by Sprite, 2K Sports branded earbuds from Skull Candy, and a basketball textured controller skin in the case. Oh, in, 
Oh, okay. A controller skin. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that's what you get for the $100. And then the Dynasty Edition is what probably includes all that plus the basketball. basketball. Yeah. Mm. Maybe not. 150 bucks is a little pricey. The Skull Candy uh, headphones, the Inked brand, is one of their lower models, but still 25, 30 bucks. So, the hundred dollar edition um, is if you're gonna buy the game anyway, and you could use some new headphones, why not sport some NBA 2K13 headphones? Skull Candy is a good brand. I like them, but the basketball, yeah. If it was 100 bucks for all that, oh yeah. Yeah, I'd probably even buy that, but it's a little too good to be true. And it looks like it's going to be that. Let me go into the actual press release and see if they list the price. Uh, too expensive to list. <laughs> it will be similar to other Legendary Collector's Editions. Yeah, yeah it doesn't state the price. I mean, if it is $150, would you rather have the NBA 2K13 basketball and headphones or the Borderlands, like, case of loot? I'd rather have the Borderlands if I'm going to yeah, spend that money. Yeah, I agree. Now, I'll, I'll see your Borderlands and raise you an Ezio Hidden Blade. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I did. That uh, looks quite interesting. Now... I'd be interested in it. However, last time I was promised something that was cool, it turned out not to be cool. In fact, the exact opposite of cool. And I've <laughs> I've said it so many times. I'm I'm sure people know exactly where I'm going for. Or even if if you've been listening to this show for a while, you probably know what I'm going to say here. But in my hands, I hold a battering, and it was from the Arkham Asylum Collector's Edition. And I assumed, based on the pictures, that it would be metal and it would be, you know, detachable from the stand so that you could pick it up and, you know, kind of not throw it, obviously, but and see if it worked because it probably wouldn't. But, you know, just hold it around and say, hey, look, this is what I got. Well, what I ended up getting in this $100 collector's edition was a battering that is made in China and it's plastic. And what's even worse is that I'm a big fan of not having any blemishes on any of my items, and it bothers me a lot when it is. And this plastic one was scratched up beyond all belief. And I'm I'm going online like, why is my plastic battering scratched up? And A, why is it plastic? Because it's supposed to be metal. And evidently, to answer the metal question, it was declared a weapon in like seven of 50 states. So they had to... Uh, they had to produce a plastic version instead, so that was a letdown. I know that Texas was not one of those seven states. I can almost guarantee that. Um, and the second reason was is they wanted to give it a worn look because Batman uses it so much. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Come on, guys. Really? <laughs> and it's not book. detachable from its case or from its stand so really it serves no purpose and it just sits on my desk and collects dust dust so 
this Ezio getting back on topic, this Ezio hidden blade thing that GameStop is offering as a pre-order bonus looks pretty cool. Like it looks like it could be metal and the blade, when you touch this button comes out and it looks to be somewhat sharp and possibly metal. But we were saying, talking about this off show, like, Oh look, it extends pretty far. If you actually click on the, you could buy what you can just buy this. The actual roleplay gauntlet replica is what they call it. You can buy it for forty bucks. You don't even have to buy it with the game. And <laughs> the blade extends past this guy's hand, so that's kind of interesting. Spring loaded, um, adjustable buckle and velcro straps, locking safety mechanism extends to over fifteen inches in length. Oh, here you go. Here's the kicker. Made of PVC and ABS plastics. <laughs> there you go. Well, never mind. I'm sorry I wasted your time. That's ridiculous. Well, we've been able to warn everybody. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this, it's kind of funny. They did. They have uh, nine pictures on on GameStop's website. And, and one of the pictures has a front view of his hand, and the blade's fully extended, so it looks like he's flicking everybody off. <laughs> that's pretty funny nice. anyways so interesting interesting stuff uh, yeah they do need to make some i think i like the pre-order items i think i kind of enjoy more of the in-game stuff i, I think if you're buying a special edition you should get some in-game items that that are that are good that are usable that actually you know i'd like to see like for borderlands if they had one of those, what is it, Onyx weapons that I still don't think I have. No, I think I got one or two. I think I did finally pick some up in Borderlands. But, you know, the special super rare items, like some that you just can't pick up in game. You know, that's what I would like to see. Some weapon that, and, and actually where it does some good, where it's like just here, helps you tear up, you know, the early level guys because it's just so powerful and stuff. And, you know. Well, there's a fine line to that too. Like I, I would be, I'm fine with with developers like, uh, you know, with, with people like GameFly, you know, out there. And I'm a pretty big culprit of just getting getting games off rental. And developers don't see as much as if I would buy something like that. But and and I'm a fan of rewarding people buying stuff day one. But at the same time, I it's it's a fine line because you don't want to be game breaking. You know, you don't want this weapon to just completely rip into everybody, and it's just easy to run through. You know, unless well, that's no. what you want. No, no, not like that. But something that I don't want it to be where, oh, it's got a different skin on it. Well, whoop de do. You know, but if it's a more powerful weapon that kind of that will make the you know starting the game out get a little easier, a little bit better, then you're not using the little pea shooter. Because you did spend the money, right. so get rewarded with a better weapon, and it doesn't on a game like Borderlands. It doesn't matter because there's no multiplayer. Right. You know, it's a single player or a co-op game, so there's not a competitive nature that it, it doesn't matter that if you have a really good weapon. So I think that is stuff that I would like to see. Stuff you know, get away from like, well, you get this skin or you get a character model or, I mean, I really don't care if I'm running around as Anya or, you know. Uh, Marcus or you know it doesn't matter when I'm playing gears you know I, I don't right. see the character you know you so back <laughs> yeah well I guess you do in gears yeah I guess you do it's right third person but um 
you know, it doesn't a character skin or something like that, or some of these plastic items or little things that you get really don't intrigue me that much. I do think that the whole loot chest is kind of cool, but when I actually, after we were done recording and I was all goo goo gawing over it in the show, like, Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. I got to have eight of them. <laughs> um, I'm looking at it and going, well, why do I need this? What am I really going to do with this? Is yeah. this, you know, I kind of took a step back and kind of grew up for a moment. And it's like, no, I I think I'll just buy the $60 version of the game. Um, I don't care about art books. I I bought the limited edition of Forza 4. Comes with an art book. I don't think I've ever looked at it. Uh, You know, and I'm like, okay, I got some DLC cars. So that was kind of nice. You got all these DLC cars, which you'd have to pay separately anyways. So at least right. I got something I can use in the game, and that's kind of statues and stuff. After a while, it's like, how much can you have? You know, there, there's only so much of that stuff you can have on your desk or sitting around. Then it then it just kind of becomes trash or something you gotta find a place for it or, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think we kind of always talk about limited edition and special editions around this time because everyone's announcing you know all the big blockbuster winter titles are announcing their uh, collector's editions and stuff and and it definitely you know if you're a collector at heart which i'm probably going to be i'm not a serious one right now but i can see myself getting into it and you've got like a game room or something that you want to deck out with with stuff these collector's editions are pretty pretty nice because yeah. you know they're they're seeming seeming like a lot more of care as far as like statues and stuff go like the reach statue is pretty cool it's not it's probably wasn't worth what i paid for it but you also got a lot of other things like you said like in-game um got you know stuff and i can't i can't remember exactly what came with it but you got like a perk and a skull and stuff like that i think at least um and then you got like a credit bonus or something can't remember but in game i think like finding the good mix of maybe like one item that is a statue or something like don't don't be stupid like dead space and give me a gun that doesn't even light up out of the box like and it's <laughs> and it's the size of my hand you know i want something that's like real solid and if you're not going to give me that then don't bother same thing with this battering but going back to uh Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the safety deposit, the metal safety deposit box that the game came in with a Rockstar duffel bag, those things are awesome. Right. Like I still use that safety deposit box to this day. Like it, it came with two keys and it's fantastic. Stuff like that. Like be innovative, and if you give me a statue, make sure it's good quality. But anything else, you know, just don't bother. Yeah, the good good quality stuff, I I think is cool. Um, it's just the, the cheapo stuff that, you know, yeah. they make it sound like you're getting something really neat. Right. And I know for collectors love this stuff and I, I am not a, you know, I have no problem with that. It's, you know, I like to put some stuff up too, but, um, I just simply don't have room anymore. <laughs> well, and, and I think it's, and it's a, you know, kind of advertising purposes too. Like you want to like with the battering and with this Ezio switchblade esque deal, like, you want to advertise it as a cool thing, but in the fine print, you got to be real and say it's plastic because it's a weapon in most states. Like spring-assisted knife, like yeah, that's that's a weapon. Yeah. So you got to make it out of plastic. But my problem is, is when they make it look like metal in the pictures, and you get all excited about it, and then, and that would be cool, you know, have a little metal replica strap 
you know, uh, little knife deal. But, you know, if they actually made it metal, somebody's going to use it and yeah. get someone injured. So they they have to, you know, dodge those lawsuits. But, like, don't bother, in my opinion, if it's plastic <laughs> on something like that. But they're, you know, they're few and far between. But some limited editions are very nice and and very cool and and worth the money and very few. But I've I've been happy with a few of mine. So yeah, and I think it's neat when they do stuff that actually fits. Um, I is yeah. as, as corny as it was, and I'm sure as bad quality as it was, I still think one of the coolest pack-ins was the night vision goggles <laughs> in Modern Warfare. You know, yeah. I mean, like. You get night vision goggles. I so badly wanted to buy that, even though I knew they had to be really bad and probably terrible work quality. Well. Yeah, it still was such a cool. I mean, I, I've yet to see anything I think that surpasses that. You know, I mean, night vision goggles. It's so appropriate, right? You know, to the to the to the game, and they did a really good job, I thought, with that. So, but we'll see. I, I'm I haven't pre-ordered Borderlands because I still can't decide if I want to plunk the money down for the big one. Um, and Amazon actually won't even list a price yet. Um, I looked it up the other day. They have it. You can pre-order it, but they do not have a price listed mm. for the for the big guy. That's not good. So it's like I definitely not going to pre-order something. There's no price on. Right. Their deluxe hunter, uh, the deluxe vault hunters edition, they've got for a hundred dollars. It's got to be one fifty. And then like you the, can't make it bigger than that. Yeah. Let me click on it. The uh, ultimate loot chest limited edition. Um, there is no price. Hmm. That's scary because it comes out in like two months, right? Oh, that's the PC version I'm looking at. Where is the? Oh, I don't think it matters. I think it's just. Never mind. You got to click. Oh, it was just the box art. Um. Well, now that I went and hold on, let me go back here because it just changed. Yeah, they do not have. Well, they're saying. It's kind of weird when you click on it, it actually takes you to the regular version. It says hmm. fifty three ninety nine to ninety nine ninety nine. So maybe they're not gonna they may not offer the the whole thing. Uh, it actually says you want us to email you when this item becomes available. So maybe they won't have the ultimate loot loot chest version. Have you checked uh, GameStop? Have you, have you seen if they have it? Um, let me look at let me look that up real quick because. I'm kind of curious, but I'm expecting. I think it was re- originally about 150. Yeah, saying I can't see them going above that. You know, no Borderlands 2 Deluxe is 99, and they got they got nothing else listed. So that's weird. Maybe maybe that thing's. Oh, here it is, page two. It's 149.99. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. They've got it listed. So. There it is. Yep. But even even this, it's like, I don't know. If, I just don't think they're not available. I wonder if it's already out of stock. Yeah, I have no idea. You get a, a Gearbox Gold Gun Pack, Gold Key Vault Hunter Relic, new character class. But all that comes with. Okay, so that's everything. But the ultimate loot chest, you get the replica loot chest, which does fit a dog. I don't know if you've a seen a small the, dog. Yeah, small yeah, dog. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was funny. You get a 
wide format ID chart, which is just this is basically a map. I mean, field notes, numbered certificate authenticity, four lithograph postcards, a vending machine bobblehead box, four sticker set, a steel book case, a game disc, a comic book download, a Marcus bobblehead, a hardbound book inside the vault, which that might be kind of cool depending on what you know the book is on, and then a cloth map of Pandora. So. There's some pretty cool stuff in there, but 150 bucks, man. It's like when you start thinking about it, it's like I could buy almost three games for that price. Yeah. So you can talk yourself out of it pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> now, something that I think is cool, and uh, I'll probably end up posting the show since Brun is uh, without power, and I'm going to send you this link, and I'll I'll link it if I can remember in the show notes. But that's. Uh, these portal they're portal two bookends and they're some of the coolest things that I've seen in a while as far as uh, I saw it on an email from Think Geek. I'm on their distribution and I think they're pretty awesome. A little pricey, thirty bucks, but pretty cool, right? That is neat. That looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, that. It's some, pretty someone it's pretty jumping nifty. in one side of the books and out the other side of your books. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about getting it for my games to keep them, you know, upright because uh, I don't really have a very good like uh, system for file, you know, keeping games. I just kind of have a few sideways just to prop the other ones up, but uh, they're really cool. So they're they're a new new products. So check them out. It's on Amazon and ThinkGeek. Um, Twenty nine twenty five is is the price for the blue and the what orange? Yep. Portals. So. So that's cool. But you know, if if you got Portal three and you got some bookends like that, I'd pay a hundred bucks for that. You know, for the package. Oh yeah, that would be. <laughs> so stuff like that that's practical but also makes sense. Even this aperture coffee cup, like I'd probably get that. It's twenty bucks. So. Anyways. But all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on. We'll get into the next item. Is have you seen the movie The Expendables? No, I skipped that one. Oh, it was a pretty decent movie, actually. Right, it was good enough to make a sequel. Right, um, Expendables Two is coming out, and we're also going to get an Expendables game as well that's supposed to, to launch. Uh, I think just prior to the movie, and this one's coming to XBLA. So the game itself is going to take place just before the start of the second movie. And players will be able to, of course, you know, being that this is who it is, Dolph Lundgren and uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these, you know, guys in this movie. Um, right. The game's going to have a lot of high-octane testosterone as you can play as members of the elite mercenary group. Um, the cool thing about it is you can play it solo or up to four players, local and online co-op. Hmm. So I think this might this could be kind of fun. I don't know, you know, what it's going to be like, but uh, you know, some of the screenshots I've seen of the game, I think this is one I'll definitely do a demo. Uh, I'll check out the demo when it hits. It's supposed to come out sometime this this summer. Don't have a price yet or a release date, um, and but I will be sure to let everybody know when we do find out. As as far as I know, it's not summer of arcades, so that puts it you know late August. If right. Any, if it, I, you know, I'd assume that some arcade games would come out along with the summer of arcade titles. But if 
if it's that big of a deal, they would have included in Summer of Arcade. So probably late August, early September. Probably. Right when everything else comes out, basically. So, and it is an Ubisoft game. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so it'll probably get delayed. The, next summer. <laughs> the problem with the Ubisoft games now is like they have a lot of cool franchises tied up, but it's like who knows? It's a it's like a you know take take a number and see if you win type of deal. Like who knows if it's going to be good or not? Splinter Cell Conviction was good. Ghost Recon not so much. That new game, that uh, Sleeping Dogs game, looks pretty darn good, but who knows? They'll probably screw it up. Or Watch Dogs, Watch or Dogs, whatever it's called, Sleeping Sleeping Dogs. That's probably that's another. That's another game. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a Sleeping Dogs, which I think is coming out this year. But Watch Dogs is the one that they Watch, Watch Dogs. Yeah, that one looked announced pretty cool. at uh, EA or E3. So yeah, they secretly announced it so that no one would know if they delayed it or not. <laughs> well, you know what? That's better. I, I hate when they come out with something and get everybody excited, and then it's like three years later before it comes out so but that one kind of stole the show like they didn't really mean for it to they just kind of showed it a little bit and everybody was like whoa what is this and then now everybody's excited about it and whether you know yeah if it's not gonna release within the year like if if we're still talking about it when e3 2013 comes around then there's nothing you know don't show it in the first place but yeah i still think that's gonna be i think that was a peak at next generation console uh, they said that it wasn't but you know you never know no well it was, you would, running, you, it was running on a pc oh uh, it was running on a but, pc they were using an xbox controller but it was running on pc hardware i i thought that i read something that they asked him about it because it is one of those games that's kind of on the territory of like 2013 late 2013 they're like is this going to be running on the new stuff and they he said no it's going to oh. be Xbox 360 and PS3 now. Actually, that can change, you know. But that's just because we don't have the hardware confirmed. But I would assume that E3 2013 is going to bring a new Xbox and a new PS3. I think so. <laughs> I hope so. So. I, think I was wrong. When we first started Achievement Hounds, I predicted that the new hardware would come out in 2012. So I'm I'm wrong about that. So I'm just going to upgrade my forecast to e- every year until I'm right. <laughs> there you go. You'll eventually be right. You would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, the world's supposed to end at the end of this year anyway. So yeah, we'll, ne- we'll never see I, one, right? I don't know if I believe that. No, I think the mines just ran out of room on the rock. Well... And I read or I heard something. I don't know if I actually read it, but as far as the Mayan calendar goes, like if we factored in all the the changes that we've made to the calendar, like there's really actually another like 50 years until the Mayan calendar actually runs out. So, well, there you go. So we should see another Xbox in that time frame. Yeah, probably a couple. And then everything is going to just be embedded in your TV and digitally downloaded. It'll be embedded in our skulls. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Hopefully not. But anyways, so cool. Expendables. Probably pay 15 bucks for it or expect to pay $15 for it. I I would guess 15. Yeah, at least. Um, There's more DLC coming out for Left 4 Dead 2 on July 24th. It's called Cold Stream. Hmm. This is um, I'm just going to read the article. 
because uh, I hadn't heard about this, but Coldstream mm-hmm. is the massive, much-anticipated, and acceptably murderous DLC pack for Left 4 Dead 2, set to launch on the PC, Mac, and Xbox 360 on July 24th. Coldstream includes a fan-made campaign and ports of Left 4 Dead's Death Toll, Dead Air, Blood Harvest, and Crash Course levels. Hmm. So essentially, okay. if you already have the Left 4 Dead 1 and bought all that DLC, then the only thing really you're going to get is this fan-made campaign. Because everything else is... You've already played it's it. a rehash, yeah. So it Seems um, to be popular nowadays. Yeah. Just reskin something and release it for 20 bucks. So, keep that in mind. July could be busy for, for uh, DLC. Yep. Um, and then, of course, we talked earlier about Summer of Arcade. Uh, Summer of Arcade okay. officially kicks off July 18th with Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD, and that will be $15. Good one to, good one to kick off with. Um, followed by <laughs> July 25th, Reketeer for a horribly well $10 overpriced for 10 bucks. See, you're ripping into it, but Eric's really excited about that game. So what? What? Uh, why are you hating on it? I just saw the demo at E3, and it looks so stupid. That lady was so horrible. <laughs> it's just like the demo didn't go off well. It, the game just looks dumb, you know. And I just well, I mean, it's connect. It's so. connect exactly. So there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, you know, I've had a connect since beta, and I didn't have to pay for mine, and I still just. You know, the thing's kind of uh, annoying. I got to the point where I'm kind of avoiding Connect games at the moment just because I don't want to hassle with it. Like, I I played this uh, self-defense training camp game and got a majority of the points in it, but, like, it frustrates me. It, it's one thing if I play Dance Central and I know that I'm not doing things perfectly and I and I'm graded down for that because I I'm not a good dancer. Like that is true. That that is correct. I am six four and white, so therefore <laughs> I cannot dance. But when you're telling me that I'm not like I'm I'm doing something and it's registering good, good, and then I do the same exact thing over again, it's like terrible, 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 good. And I'm like, what? Well, I didn't change anything, you know? Like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. And the game wants you to kick over your head, which is impossible for most people to do, especially someone that is not flexible at all and very tall like I am and has limited space. Like everything's going against me when it comes to connect. So I'm just kind of taking a break from it. Yeah, that's probably good. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to hear from uh, Eric on, on what he thinks of this game. Then when it actually comes out, he's, he seems pretty, I mean, he's an arcade junkie anyways, so he's going to buy at least three of these titles to get the, 400 points back or whatever yeah well on august 1st the what looks to be maybe the highlight of summer arcade is a game called deadlight this will be 15 dollars. this reminded me of a cross between limbo and, and i hope i'm thinking of the right game limbo was like a black and white game right yep, yep okay yep. so i'm thinking of the right one it looks like limbo and um i am alive so it looks like kind of like a survivor game, but in this black and white 2D or two and a half, two point five, you know, uh, kind of like um, oh, what's Rob's favorite game? Um, 
Shadow Complex. Uh, Shadow, yeah, there you go. So it's like, I guess it's like a Shadow Complex style of game, but it looks to be a survival game, kind of like I Am Alive. That's what it kind of reminded me of when I saw it um, in, in, in Limbo kind of mix. That's what I kind of got out of looking at it real quick. Um, August 8th is a game called Hybrid. This is a shooter. Uh, it's $15. And then August 15th, Dust in Elysian Tale is $15. Um, and like uh, Kyle said, if you buy three of these games, you get 400 Microsoft points uh, back. So, you know, I guess you're stuck buying Racketeer if you want to go the cheapest route. You'll have to buy Racketeer. <laughs> it seems, I don't know, 400 points to me seems not worth it. I, I'm not a big arcade fan, though, so that could be why. But 400 points and I'm paying like... 30 bucks and I'm getting five bucks back. Like, I don't you will know. have to pay a minimum of $40. Yeah. For, and then you get bucks. $5 back. So yeah. Go buy like three rock band songs. Yeah. I'm still waiting for rock band blitz to come out. Yeah. So I, I actually have some Microsoft points sitting here. My kids got me for my birthday and so I'm kind of waiting for, to see if that game's going to be worth it or not. So, yeah, I've got about a thousand points right now, chilling. And I was thinking about, you know, July fourth coming up, uh, and I was thinking, yeah, take take the Xbox over to a friend's place, play some play some Rock Band. Haven't played that in a while. Three thousand seven hundred ninety six songs. That is just <laughs> insanity if you have that. Yeah, I. Uh... <clears throat> I actually, when I moved, I have no rock band peripherals in my room. Well, I've got one guitar that's sitting here. It's just because it hasn't been... All the other stuff's packed away. I'm like, I'm not pulling them out. <clears throat> I just, I don't play it that much, and I don't have... I really don't want them all sitting around, so... I put them, I put them in, a different, in a different closet. <laughs> so I can get to them if I need them, but they're not yeah. sitting out in my, in my office or my game room anymore, so... But anyways, uh, those are what's coming for Summer of Arcade. And Kyle, unless you have any further stories, that wraps up our topics. Uh, I think that's, I mean, I think we covered everything. Yeah, it's been kind of a slow week uh, for news. There really was not a lot to get out of the news this week. So mm. uh, I was trying, guys. I was trying to find stuff to talk about. And, but there, it's quiet. It's the summer. It's That's what happens. So. Well, we did a good job of dragging everything out, though. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, we only have one question. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you... Better be good. All right, let's see what it is. Let me get to it here. Um, hey, this is from... Actually, I don't know who it's from. Let me... Jay Hoffa 75? Is it out? No, maybe not. Let me... Uh, yep, Jay Hoffa 75. That's who it is. I got it. You want me to read it? Sure, go it's ahead. my duty today. All right, so here we go. Hey, guys. Hey, a couple things. One, props to Prestar on his report on psychology of gaming. I'm reading the site now and fulfills a need for my brain to understand why I like getting my butt kicked on BF3. <laughs> Two, regarding being professionals. I listen to the podcast for an informal, chill chat about games as well. Uh, at About games, period. As well, I play Battlefield 3 with Fairchild and Soul Assassin. Every now and then, but for some reason, never BJ Swick 33. You guys are good with the pod and a fun group to play with. Let your haters be your motivators. Haha. <laughs> and last three. 
I freed myself of Comcast a year ago. I go with Xbox apps only, Netflix, Hulu Plus, Vudu, Marketplace, Crackle, and MLB app for game recaps of free game per day. We have an HD Air antenna for my 42-inch, which is almost white trashy, but hey, it's free. My <laughs> wife and I buy our shows with season passes, and all of the all of that, including gold, is cheaper than Comcast. What would it take to replace your cable? Keep up the good work. I replaced cable a long time ago. I got DirecTV. Um, I I couldn't get rid of my DirecTV. Um, I couldn't go just the route that he did. Um, there's there's just too many things I like. I watch a lot of History Channel and a lot of the Discovery Channel. I think those are probably the two I watch most of. Um, and I got to be able to I got to be able to watch those. So, how about you, Kyle? Could you cut yourself off? Well, I'm I, I guess we're kind of in the dying moments of the show, so I'm interested. You you mentioned the History Channel. What what do you watch on the History Channel? Uh, Pawn Stars. Yeah, um, that's American true. Pickers. Yeah, that's a good show. And um, American Restoration. Okay. Um, Waiting for one more. Um, I don't know if you've. I doubt you would have. I'm trying to think of the other things I watch. I don't know if they're on History Channel. Okay. Well, there's a the show that I came across. And answer the question, no. I couldn't go without my cable. I have a Sudden Link premiere, uh, a TiVo premiere, uh, and I'm Sudden Sudden Link is my cable provider. Uh, for internet, and it comes with my apartment, so I can't really like deny it. So I'm not really saving any money by not using it. So I might as well use it. And then I have a DVR, which I pay like 40 bucks a month for, and I've got the sports tier as well. So DVR plus sports is 40 bucks. I, I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, and I watch a bunch of different shows, and it's nice to have that recording feature because I hate commercials with a passion and and i hate tivo but it was the best way for me to get a better dvr so i figured i might as well suck it up and go back with them um but the one show that i listen or i watch that i really like on history channel is called uh, united stats of america have you heard of it no i have not i check it out it's uh pretty cool the what they do they they're twins and they're statisticians, and they uh, talk about different uh, different just topics. Uh, they talked about like money and health, and um, how how the nation expanded, and what stats say like how much money you'll make, and where you'll die, and how long you'll live, and stuff like that. It's it's a pretty cool show. And they focus. They like have one topic per episode, and they kind of just like expound on that topic, and they're pretty funny too. So. It's uh, it's a good show, and I like numbers. So if you like numbers, they satisfy your need for numbers. They talked about uh, the last episode. They talked about was uh, personal space, and how much space has changed in the last you know hundred years. And uh, they walked you through like the tenements, and you know then the boom, and getting your own house, and how much you know like eight people lived in a six hundred square foot building. You know, back in the 1900s, but now we've got like more square footage per person than ever before, and stuff like that. Yeah, I, had, I think it was Carbide when he found out how big the house is that I bought. Um, he's like, "Dude, you live in a mansion." <laughs> 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 I'm like, 
No, it's just a house, but it, it is. It's a ridiculously large house. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. And one of the things I my dad likes numbers as well. And I they came down for a night and I showed him that show and he was pretty intrigued by it. But one of the things that he talked about was that they didn't mention was uh, storage units. It's like a, an American phenomenon like. Every everyone uses storage units in America or has a storage unit to house all their crap, but like no one actually like other than us use storage units. They don't even like that's not something that people even think about. So it's funny how we hold on to our garbage. It's all those uh, in-game, all those limited edition games that we buy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got well, all that stuff in storage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that type of stuff, though, like, get rid of it. Like, they interviewed some people that had storage units, and they're like, what is that in that box? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, well, you should probably get rid of it. Like, if you don't know what it is, you should probably get rid of it. Americans have a have a tendency to hoard yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we're like, and then the show Hoarders is like the worst of the worst. But anyways, um, what else? Uh, it wasn't really the question, but what else do I watch? Um, for some reason, I have like I'm not an activist at all, or even close to it. But I have some odd fascination with Whale Wars. Like, I watch it. Um, just because I like to see like basically a huge game of chicken with huge ships just navigating oceans. <laughs> I don't I don't really care about the I mean, I guess, you know, whatever, like if the Japanese want to kill whales and that helps their economy, then you know, and they can do it, then go for it. But like doesn't affect me at all. But just the way that you know, it it is cool to see like someone that's really passionate about, you know saving the earth and what they believe in and stuff like that, whether it might be extreme is, is your own opinion, but just, I enjoy it for the huge game of chicken that happens where, you know, Japanese try to ram their ship and then they try to board their ship. And uh, I don't know. I enjoy it for that, but, uh, it'd be interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah. And actually the last episode, if you haven't, if you haven't watched it yet, you know, mute me for a second, but they actually sent like Australian citizens on their ship and boarded, boarded the Japanese ship with just random people. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> um, they've done it before, but one uh, season ago, they like the Japanese, like actually rammed and, and sunk one of their ships. And, uh, that was pretty interesting. could have, luckily no one got killed, but it's pretty surprising. It was a small little fiberglass boat. Yeah. But uh what else? I'm trying to think. Oh, um one one show last last thing I got is uh Franklin and Bash. Have you heard of that show? I've seen the commercials. It's a good show. I I like it. It's on uh TNT and it's uh it's um John Paul Gosling I think or something like that. What is it from I think that's his name or some something close to it. He was on uh that 70s show, right? I have no idea. I never watched that show. And then uh, Brecken Meyer, uh, who is uh, – he's been a lot of different things, but they're both lawyers, and they kind of like solve cases unconventionally. And it's a, it's a cool show. Pretty funny too, so check that out. But if, if any – if this segment – 
whether we answered your question very quickly, but then rattled off all the shows that we can't do without. So that was just adding to the to the question. We are expounding on your question. Yeah, because so. yeah, I like I like to watch like um, Deadliest Catch. Yeah. Um, I also like I've been watching um, Outlaw Empire. Uh, I like Sons of Anarchy, Justified. Uh, those are some of my favorites. Uh, Men of a Certain Age, which I'm hoping TNT will bring back this summer. I think they are going to. Um, but I don't watch a lot of TV that's on the normal channels. Um, I yeah. think the only thing I watch on the main networks, I think, anymore is uh, Fringe, which I actually kind of got bored with and fell a few episodes behind. It was just getting kind of stupid, as all J.J. Abrams' uh, TV series seem to do. Um, other than that, the other one that I do like that I watch is Persons, Person of Interest, uh, which is really good. Um, but I, other saw, than... I think I saw a show about, or um, maybe, I can't, never mind. But, uh, yeah, I'm a, you watch Breaking Bad, right? No, I've not seen it. What? You haven't seen Breaking Bad? No. <laughs> oh, you got to get on that. You got plenty of seasons to catch up to. I think they're streaming seasons one through three on uh, Netflix. At least, at least episode or uh, one and two. You got to get on that. Breaking Bad's a good show. I think you'd like it. Okay, I'll add that to my queue. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, still for sure still working through all the. I, on Netflix, I did finish the original Star Trek series. I finished all the Next Generation. I'm working on Deep Space Nine now, and I don't know if I'm gonna survive. Deep Space Nine so far is. Just, I don't get it, man. I'm like, this is this is a boring show. It is not exciting like the other two. Yeah, we're pulling a major Nelson right now, but it's okay. The That's show's okay. pretty much over. Yeah, we're pretty much done. All we're gonna do is sign out. So people um, leave, they can. But the uh, Breaking Bad, have you heard about it at least? I no, I have no idea what it's about. Okay, it's about a school teacher that starts making. He's a chemistry teacher, and he starts making meth. Nice. <laughs> and uh, basically, I don't – I mean you, you learn it very quickly, but there's a reason why he makes meth, and he does it secretively. Like he doesn't tell his wife or kids about it. And the story just goes just absolutely insane. Like he partners with somebody that he used to teach, and uh, it's it's a really good show. Like it really is. I haven't finished the fourth season yet. I have the fourth season. Uh, I haven't finished it, but I've done one through three, and it's absolutely excellent. And I think they're about to start up season five here fairly soon, and that will be the last season. So they did a fantastic job with it. you got to check it out. And when you do, you need to let me know what you think because give it give it a few episodes and then make your judgment, but I think you'll I think you'll get hooked. It was one of those shows, just like 24, where I would watch like three episodes at a time, like just back to back to back just because it was so good. Okay, I'll give it a shot. So, I, so I'll see what it's. Uh, I'll check it out. Let you know. There you go. Three, three shows for you in case you know for you and for everyone else that's listening. Breaking Bad is definitely number one. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to Breaking or you haven't watched Breaking Bad, then yeah, that's number one. Number two, uh, Franklin and Bash TNT. It's on uh, Tuesday nights, and number. Three is United States of America, which is on on Wednesdays, I think. So, 
There you go. There's oh. your three. <laughs> Sounds good. But that's all I got. What about you? I think I'm done. I think that about wraps it up. So cool. Definitely want to remind everybody to tune in next week, our 200th episode. We've got some codes to give away, uh, courtesy of Airborne215. I hope I got the right number. Um, he sent yeah, I saw that email. I, I was about to use all of them because I was like, I don't have half of these. <laughs> so, yeah, we're giving them out uh, next week's show. And, um, yep, 215, Airborne215. And uh, so you'll want to be here. There's some good games in that list. So, other than that, uh, we'll check out our website, thisxboxlife.com. Uh, be sure to be sure to be subscribed to both this Xbox. Well, actually, you should be subscribed to thisxboxlife.com, or this Xbox Life podcast, the Achievement Hounds podcast, and this Board Game Life pod, uh, podcast. So we actually have three shows here, um, even though the one's not being. Post it on our site. Go to thisboardgamelife.com and you can keep up with uh, Presar and uh, Jeff over there. Uh, they do a really good job on the board games. If you're into it, man, Jeff is Jeff and Rob are really know their stuff, so it's really interesting. Um, write them in, give them a call. They got Google Google voicemail as well, and uh, got questions. They I actually called in once and. They answered my question, and I got a couple of games they suggested. My family absolutely loves a game called Forbidden Island. Um, I can't stand a stupid game <laughs> myself. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I feel like the game's rigged, but uh, my kids love it. My wife really likes it, so it was a winner. So, um, But uh, you can email us at contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, check out our YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Zazzle. All of them are the domain name dot com forward slash this xbox life if you want to leave us a voicemail call us at 224-698-XBOX that's 224-698-9269 and uh, Kyle appreciate you coming on and it was good to talk to you again and hopefully you can make our 200th episode next week I plan on it and it's a pretty significant day in my life it's actually my birthday on Sunday oh well happy so. birthday early so yeah, so that will be that will be cool. But it, it would be uh, I need to make a better. I always say this when I come on and you know record for once in a blue moon. But uh, I got nothing going on on Sundays for the time being, so I can see myself recording with you guys, you know, on a weekly basis. Cool. So awesome. as long as you'll have me. Oh, you're, always. You're fed you're up. Always. With me. You're always welcome here. So I know. I know. There's been some. I, some people, for some reason, on Achievement Hounds think you and I don't, or that I don't like you, or something. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but you're. I always, don't. You're always welcome here. <laughs> we're we've been in it like if if you don't like me, then that's news to me because uh, <laughs> we've been in it for the beginning. Like this, this is our baby from six years ago. Like Brun came on after. Like this yep. is ours. You know, Brun's definitely a huge part of everything we do, but you know, the essence was you, me, and that random guy that got drunk for the first podcast. I don't even remember his name. Do you? Uh, no, I don't either. Yeah, he, I don't He either. didn't even make the first podcast. No, he didn't. It was just us. <laughs> but there was a third host. And who knows? Maybe he's even listening. I doubt it. But I doubt yeah. it. So anyways, but yeah, it was awesome to be back on the show. Hopefully, uh, I know I had fun. Hopefully you did as well. Definitely. And, uh, it was good talking to you again. And oh. we'll do it again next week. Sounds good. 
with that, thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys got anything, uh, comments or questions or complaints, we will take them all. Just uh, you know. We'll take everything but the complaints. <laughs> so as long as the complaints are valid, we'll listen to them. Right. So uh, tune in next week for our 200th episode, and we'll have some special giveaways for you guys. Uh, with that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And this is Kyle, a.k.a. Marana Cow, and I have one last thing. As I'm signing off, uh, anyone that is interested in Gamer Score Challenge, uh, the Achievement Hounds, it's kind of funny how we linked up our episodes, but we're on the exact same number, just 100 episodes behind. So for our 100th episode, we're launching a uh, Gamer Score tournament. And uh, we launched it on Monday uh, when we recorded episode 98. It's going to start when we sit down to record episode 100, which will be Monday evening i think the 360 voice challenge will will start on tuesday you know 2 a.m central time 12 pacific time but anyways we have 70 people in it already and uh, we've got a lot of stuff to give away uh gdm hellboy gave us a bunch of e3 stuff eric's loaded so i'm sure he's gonna buy a bunch of different codes of super meat boy and and uh, microsoft points for people at least that's what i'm telling everybody and uh, first, first through third is going to get a pretty special prize that we'll announce on episode ninety nine, uh, episode ninety nine of the Achievement Hounds podcast. But uh, it's not something that I've seen done very often in gamer score tournaments, and I think it's pretty cool. So you have to check that out. But uh, there's a plug for our gamer score challenge, and the uh, it's on three sixty voice. You can still join, and uh, you just have to have a gold account on Xbox Live, and then. Uh, be a member of 360 Voice, which is free. And it's a pretty cool site, too. Uh, the code to join our tournament is 7226723M. 7226723M. And uh, while you're at it, you might as well join our This Xbox Life group as well as the Achievement Hounds group. And uh, just, you know, another way to connect with your fellow community members. So with that being said, get on that. Hopefully we can get to 100 by the time we uh, start. That would be really cool to have that many people signed up for it. So, 70 already. And uh, that's all I got for reals this time. You guys have a good week, and episode 200 will be next week. Enjoy. My stars the drifting sky, so